everyone. Happy New Year 2019. We're here. We're back. Let's talk about it. Episode 6. 6. Oh, I thought you said sex. No, 6. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sex. yeah that's, six. A, that's for another time, but um, episode 6. And not with me. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just clarifying. Hey, it's out there, it's been clarified. So <laughs> let's continue with this. So, um, I don't know how your 2018 was, Devin. Uh, my 2018, man, I grew a lot, you know, mm-hmm. it was uh, about growth. Actually, no, first it was not about growth, but it happened to be a lot about growth. Um, I think if I had to resume it in one word, it would be that. Right. Yeah. Uh, mine was full of ups and downs. Definitely growth. Yeah. Uh, birthday just went by, so definitely growth. Happy growth. belated birthday. Happy belated for me. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. And we have a guest in house. In house. Shafali, introduce yourself, even though I already said your name. Yeah, Shafali. I'm a Glendon alumni. If you're listening, so. another time. I'm a Glendon alumni. Yay! We have, we have an alumni in the house. Exactly. Uh, first yeah. time here. It looks nice. First time here. Looking forward to this. Looking like a whole groupie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, all that aside, Happy New Year to everyone, all the listeners. Thank you for supporting us through 2018. Uh, like we have been talking about, this is something we're working on. It's pretty new. Uh, but let's dive right into it. So, 2019 started off really in a nice way and in a controversial way. Um, I, would say, uh, I would say it's been eventful. Yeah, <laughs> let's put it that way. It's yeah. been eventful. From uh, Kevin Hart stepping down from... Uh, Hosting the Oscars due to past tweets to I keep forgetting Satoya her name. Brown. Satoya Brown to finally getting clemency. God damn. That took a while. And thanks to social media. We might hate on social media time and time again, but thanks to social media and people keeping uh, keep pushing continuing pushing for this. She's finally getting her justice in some way. We can call it that. Uh, and then, of course, the thing that has been on everyone's mind, radio, TV, conversations, arguments, the Ara Kelly, oh. surviving Ara Kelly documentary. The Pipe Piper. The pi- oh, my God. Can say Pipe Piper? You know the story of Pipe Piper? Yeah. You know the story behind yeah. it? Yeah. Exactly what he was doing. Exactly. Like... Now listening to his songs and every song I listen to, I'm like cringing on the inside. Yeah. No, um. <laughs> so we'll get to the Arakeli story and dive into it uh, in detail. Okay. Um. But we're gonna quickly touch on the Kevin Hart story, share our thoughts, and we'll go from there. So Kevin Hart had been tapped to host the Oscars this year, and um, he had agreed to uh, to to host them. But then, of course, like the internet always goes back in history trying to uh, tarnish someone's image, in my opinion anyway. I felt like this was uh, something that 
was they were trying to tarnish his image. Um, Doug, uh, our tweets from I think 2008. Uh, I think he was talking. Uh, he was talking. He was, he was in. He was talking to friends, referring about his son, or if he had a son who happened to be gay. What he, he would dressed do. up like a girl or something. Oh, so yeah. and we forget the details in it, but it was about his. If he had a son who dressed up as a girl, he would do something to him. And his ass. So those do. popped up again, and he. He had already addressed it before. I had seen this in uh, interviews before where they asked him questions about it. But of course, as we know, 2018 has been a year of social movements, a lot of social movements. The women's movement, LGBTQ, have become, has become more and more pronounced. Mm -hmm. And of course, there's also been the idea of political correctness. Anything and everything, everyone has to watch what they say now. Yeah. Which is... I hate that shit. Which is I don't I don't I don't I don't mind it, but it's like when people overdo it, take it over the top. There's political correctness, but there's also over pushing it. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean everything I say or I'm uttering is an intention to hurt someone. Yeah. We all say stupid shit in conversations. No, I feel that, but like for me I just personally think comedians for their own profession, for the sake of their profession, profession, yeah. they should be allowed to talk about anything. Mm -hmm. And I and I'm not saying there's any exceptions. There are no exceptions. I think they should be allowed about. They should be allowed to talk about anything. I like they go on stage and diss themselves and talk shit yeah. about themselves. So yeah. if he happened, he wasn't talking about someone. He wasn't pointing at someone. He was talking about something that would relate to his own family. Yeah. So I don't find I didn't find it in any way inappropriate or wrong he apologized for it but he was still being bashed and recently he went on Ellen and yesterday mm -hmm. he was on uh, the Ellen show yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. was on Ellen last was week a few weeks yeah last mm -hmm. week and then he was on one of the nightly shows yesterday uh, Ellen was trying to convince him to get back into uh, mm -hmm. into hosting the Oscars because as you've noticed Still, the Oscars have not chosen someone new to replace it. Because they could find anyone better. I thought she revealed at the end of the episode that they asked to get him back. Yeah, they asked, they've asked because she was pleading on his behalf. And they were like, oh. we still have the space available. We want him to host. Mm -hmm. But uh, re yesterday he was on another live TV interview. I forget which one, a nightly show. And he said he's definitely not hosting. Mm -hmm. He put it down for sure, 100%. He said he's not hosting. That's called pride. Hey, I don't blame the man. Yeah, as a result of I can't blame the man. Someone, people went to dig, to dig old things up, old things yeah, up yeah, just no. to tarnish his image because he's hosting the Oscars. From the problems that have been with the Oscars from, two, was it last year or two years ago, where it was Oscars so white, where all nominees in the Oscars, oh, or yeah, two yeah. years ago, yeah. I don't remember when. Remember so with that. all the controversy that has happened with the Oscars, so one per the host who comes out with a tweet and then the whole world goes crazy. I don't understand it anyway. I don't know if you all have any opinions on it or if you understand if you think it was right on what happened. The Kevin Hart thing? Yeah. No, man, uh, I, I think it's extra. I think it's extra. Just like I said, the man is a comedian. He was probably trying to be funny on Twitter. Like, the way he tweeted it, yeah. it, it was more it to make people laugh, mm -hmm. you know? And I think 
people are, are just overreacting. I mean, 2009, come on, man, that's extra. Even I know, I in when 2009, I was 19. Mm, the way I thought then is not the way I think now. Exactly, we've experienced a lot of growth since then. There's a lot more awareness when it comes to the LGBTQ community yeah. now than there was before. Then, then and like you said, he's a comedian, so yeah. it's different intentions, different purpose. Like exactly. he's not trying to offend anyone. Like you said, he probably thought he was being funny, and back yeah. then it probably was. Now people are you know, more understanding, right. more yeah. so you it can. can yeah, it can hurt people's sentiments more now. But again, he's already apologized. It's not fair to keep pushing to apologize again and again and again. And not just saying just Kevin Hart. Like, even uh, this has happened over and over again mm -hmm. this time, where people get poor uh, opportunities and then tweets are dug out from the person and people have to step away from something. And no one's completely clean. No one is completely clean. And w I think... Kevin Hart does not doesn't even get credits for this. I think he's one of the very few comedians from the 2000s that made the adjustment on to like not be as conservative and be a little more liberal. You know, like actually paying attention to his jokes yeah. and stuff. Because when you look at comedians from back then, not a lot of them are still comedians now. Like the Chris Rocks and stuff. the lines they yeah, because they, they can no adjust and like and that's why I, and that's why I give Kevin so much credit. Like I think he's really funny, probably not as much as a lot of people do, but I I still think no. he's really funny and I give him even more credits for this. You know, like he's actually adjusting and still being himself. Yeah, and still gaining money. Like yeah. yo, make your money, Kevin. So like for me, <laughs> I feel like. Me, personally, I think this whole idea of us trying to be so politically correct has made us lose that little part of us where you cannot be funny. You can't play on humor. Even though you don't have to play directly on LGBTQ comments or women or mm -hmm. women or anything. But anything you say now, you're like, am I in the wrong? Well, it depends on your crowd. Like, if you're with your friends and you're saying something, they know yeah. you. Versus if you're just saying it out in public where people don't know exactly. you, your intentions, like, yeah. you could just appear homophobic, and that's fair. And plus, I think uh, somebody else said that, and I kind of agreed. I think the whole part of, you know, accepting homosexuality, like, I think gay should be okay with being made fun of. Because, like, every other minority is okay with being made fun of, I think. Like, well, when you come to, like. Well, we can't speak for all minorities. Yeah, I mean, yeah, true. I mean. It but depends like, on their struggle, too, right? Yeah, I, I think it I depends know. on person. I to think person. it's part of the acceptance. Yeah. It depends from person to person. Like even I mean, like even Ellen, how when she said to Kevin Hart, she was like, "I think we forgive you." And saying all that, there were people who commented. They're like, "Who made Ellen the spokesperson for everyone who's gay?" Exactly. Right. So she, as a gay person, could be like, "I forgive you, Kevin Hart. I understand." But that's also because he's her friend. But not every person is going to see it that way. Yeah. True. So. Like, like the same way we are doing here, it's opinions. Mm -hmm. Everyone mm -hmm. has a right to their opinion, but I feel like now people are taking opinion as fact. People are turning their own opinions into fact, mm -hmm. which has become a problem. Anyway, this would, would we can go on with this forever and ever, but the man has decided to step down from the Oscars. Hopefully they find a better host. I don't think they'll find someone better than Kevin Hart. Uh, who would have done a better they job than him? Yeah, but Dave is not going to host. I doubt definitely not. Is gonna <laughs> say yes to the <laughs> After they did that to Kevin Hart, and they are close friends. Um, so that's the Kevin Hart story. So um, 
we'll dive into our friend or not so much friend that is our Kelly. Oh, the boy. Pi yeah. Piper. The, pa- the king. <laughs> so I can't give a straight face. <laughs> I can like personally I don't know if all uh, you said you've not watched it. Uh, I watched I watched um, the first two episodes of the docu series. So I don't know how many of you out there did get a chance to watch the docu series by Lifetime. It's a six-part episode um, talking about the whole uh, story about uh, Ara Kelly being a child molester and how he's done this for decades, and no one said anything. We kept, we heard these stories through the time, through time, through growing up. You've heard of this. You've heard the mamas going around, or Arakeli's in court for um, the sex video that was made back in '94. Mm-hmm. Then it disappeared for a bit. We hear about the marriage to Ara to Aliyah and the story. We did, we did not. We only were hearing the top. Mm-hmm. We did not know the full details, but. This docu series dives into the details. I don't want to spoil it for anyone if you want if you're gonna watch it at some point. But the details that they dive into from the marriage to Aliyah to the sex tape for anyone who's ever seen it or tried to watch it. Mm-hmm. To me it changed my opinion about Ara Kelly. Like I'm a DJ and I love music. But I know this. Everyone is gonna say. Everyone is saying this. You so you're also jumping onto it. But I'm technically you're hearing it from me. I'm done with Arakeli music. Okay, so you you're saying that you've always been hearing about the whole minor situation. Yeah, but, but I let until, it pass. But not until the docu series. Not until the docu. You yeah, you know yeah, you always have yeah. those like I'll give maybe there's something wrong, and we all know about. Um, well, Chance the rapper said it the best. We all know about how the American uh, justice system has not been fair to black men. And all of us, most black men, were tra- played that card. It's like, he's Ara Kelly, he's this famous black man they're trying to bring him down. Like the race card. The race card, but we never took into account that the women he was preying on were black women. We never believed their story. Which has happened in so many cases. What do you mean? We never believed that it was black women. Like you I thought mean, it like was just focused. everyone. We focused on the story of Ara Kelly. Yeah. We never focused on the story of the girl in the video. Oh, what okay. happened? What you understand? There is more details to the story. Why it did not go far enough? Why the court? Well, why that case was thrown out? But is it wasn't it for lack of evidence that? No, uh, the girl herself did not come to court to testify. Oh, there you go. And That's why. and the parents denied that she was ever there. But you can understand the parents were probably yeah. trying to protect their child. Try to save face. Save face because it's a fourteen-year-old. You're gonna drag a fourteen-year-old to court to face her, her predator, her predator right yeah. there in court sitting yeah, down. That can be pretty traumatic. Be pretty traumatic. And that's just only the first story I've touched on. There's a lot of stories that are in that docu series that I I recommend everyone. If you're a fan of music, if you grew up listening to Ara Kelly, you should watch it. It's uncomfortable, 
you might get pissed, you might feel all type of you ways. might you, you will feel all type of ways, but I feel every person and every black man needs to watch this dirty series. Why every black man? Because we always come out to defend another black man for no matter what reason, without even knowing the details. And some uh, Chancellor Rapper put it well, saying that we always stand behind the black man, but we never look at, we never pretend, we never try to listen to what all the black women are saying. We all we refer to them as holes, bitches, like we're in videos. so much on brotherhood. On the brotherhood, yeah. rather than being like, what if I the women exactly. were telling... It's the same community, right? They come from the same yeah, black we are community. They're all black women as much as... Yeah. They're all, we're all within us. But why is it because he's a famous multi-million dollar making all this music that we won't listen to the victims? And it wasn't one girl... Yeah, that one girl came out, more and more came out, yeah. and everyone was like, oh no, they're just trying to tarnish his image. Anyway, aside from me talking, I want to know your thoughts on this. What do you think, like, if, let's say, let me put it this way, living R. Kelly aside, if you knew a friend or some who happened to, to be dating, sleeping, girl or, girl or guy, it doesn't matter sleeping with someone who's a, a teenager and they're already an adult. Okay. Let's say 20, 26, uh, dating a 15-year-old. Well, I mean, in my mind, that's just fucked up. But at the same time, <laughs> it's just it's fucked true. up. But, that's, but that's, that's also me personally. And then, at the same time, I come from a place where that's totally normal if, you know, yeah. the girl is consensual or the, her parents are consensual because, like, mm -hmm. that's how it is, mm -hmm. like, in the islands, some of the countries, right? Mm -hmm. So, it's just for me, I just think, you know, it's, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be comfortable with that either. I mean, because we are in Canada and that's illegal when you're not at the age of consent. Also, your mind frame when you're that much younger, mm -hmm. it's... It's like you can be preyed upon without realizing. So, um, just thinking of that. Really yeah. Yeah. No, I get that for sure. But um, yeah, I think I'm not as um, sensitive about the situation. Not like not not the you know situation, okay. but like the situation of the minor and yeah. the you know like just because it's it, yeah. I've seen it so many times yeah. already. Personally, I don't care who you are, you're my friend, my family, if you're dating someone who does not have, not to say they do not have the capacity, but you are thinking of a different, your thought of, different is, is a different mindset, this yeah. person has not fully developed mentally, yeah. physically, yeah. at a point where emotionally, or even if they're devoked emotionally, they're probably dealing with everything at an emotional level. They're not a level to, to like be like, oh, is what am I, what, what I'm doing, is it right? To you're there, you're yet to rationalize. You're the adult in this. Yeah. You're the person who's supposed to know, like, yeah, I'm twenty some. That's a fifteen year old. You're the one who's supposed to take that step and be like, okay, let me step back. And for me, I don't care who you are. If you came up to me 
as a friend telling me, oh yeah, I'm dating this girl, oh she's this, she's, but she's this hot, she's this old, but she's mature, mm. but she's 15. Mm. I don't care. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Go no. take your shit elsewhere, not with me. And definitely I'm calling the popo on you. Uh-uh, I don't care. You, you, that, what did, what did, what did, I keep forgetting what it's called. Not, uh, def- uh, defilement? What are you talking uh, about? Not better. Defamation, we what? No, I, I forget the word, but it will come to me again. But that idea of someone between... A pedophilia? What are you talking about? Yeah, pedophilia. That's the word. I was trying to find the word. Pedophilia. For me, that word makes me cringe on the inside. Like, it's just like, you know when when something runs down your spine and you get the shivers? That kind of cringe for me. And while going through this, I've not even finished the six episodes. I'm on episode five and I still cannot go through the whole thing. Because there's always a new story they're adding on. And even the people behind him, the managers, the business people, it was, he, whatever, he, uh, someone in the documentary says, he asked for it, we gave it to him. Whatever he asked for, we gave it to him. Because at the end of the day, he put money in their pockets. Yeah, of course. So I mean, that's, that's, that, that's, that was their purpose, to keep the money maker happy. Mm-hmm. How can you live with yourself when you bring a, a 14-year-old to this guy's house? But, but that's personal values, right? I mean, exactly. I mean, you know, yeah. you don't know their situation at home. They got to feed somebody, too. And that's the, that's the nearest opportunity to them. And they, they, they must have known morally it's yeah, wrong, yeah. right? But I guess their need must be more. Or their lust or yeah. greed. And even the ones that were like... Yeah, I know it was bad, but they didn't do shit about it. You yeah. know, like the like being a bystander yeah. is just as bad as <laughs> doing the crime yourself. And then, okay, so in further in the documentary, some of the parents of the girls appear, and there are some girls up to now who are still in captivity with Ara Kelly. Mm. Um, and so another artist who had watched the documentary came out. And said, uh, he doesn't. He uh, masterpiece. He's like he doesn't care what our, he he doesn't support what Al Kelly did, but he also puts the blame on the parents. How you as a parent would your child disappear, and you would not do everything in your power to make sure you get them back. What? How does he know they didn't do everything yeah. in their power? Right. Because they like, contacted the police, right? Yeah, I mean, and at the end of the day, that's somebody famous telling you to come over or to fly to them. So yeah. of course they can provide you. I know he was. He was so not. Like, he was. <laughs> he was actually paying for these girls to come. He meets yeah, them there outside, you go. and then he flies them over. He does oh everything. My God, it was and that us. Elaborate? And all of us. Like I tell you, if you watch this docu series and he tells you the details of the stuff he did. And after the girls go to his house and all the shit he did while they were in his house, like, that was not my point of, my towel was thrown in at that point when I started hearing the details. Because we all knew these stories, we just pretended that we didn't care. Because, well, in the documentary, when the case came out and then it went on limbo, 
because the case came the tape came out in 94 mm -hmm. and he did not go to court until 2006 for that case between that year just give me an example of songs you think he released oh, Be between that time um, wait what's the first year he said he, he 94 94 it seems like you're ready mm -hmm. that's when he released one of his biggest songs that is still his biggest ignition was released ignition. during that time oh yeah and then happy people was released during that time yeah i believe i can fly that was that's that probably was one of the most oh really yeah that was before oh no. yeah no 1994 no i believe was... i can fly yeah I believe I can fly. Yeah, he um, did albums with Jay Z, the the double album. There's there's another great track, the world's greatest. The world's greatest. Oh, I love that track. All of these <laughs> big tracks came after that whole Aaliyah thing. No, the the, the court thing, the Look, sex oh, yeah. tape thing. Oh yeah. True, but see, that's why he called himself the Pipe Piper man. <laughs> He's gonna do all of that stuff, but still seduce you with his music. Yeah, cause well, what and is it re today? Yesterday? Mm. Oh, he turned fifty-two yesterday, I think. Yesterday or day before yesterday? Oh, um, sure. so he appeared in a, a club in Chicago. Did they sing Happy Birthday? No, he was. I don't know if they sang, but they gave him a mic and he sang. Guess what song he sang? I got a confession to make. <laughs> Stupid song. The irony. The irony. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> like, I'm like, these are my confessions. <laughs> I only got four not, minutes. <laughs> we're not laughing. We're not laughing. Like, it's not laughable, but it's... <laughs> Too much, bruh. This is That's too funny. much. Anyways, Yo, um, that is funny. <laughs> anyways, um, That's not a word. <laughs> She's okay, been we, telling you this all day. We have a, a we have a teacher in the house, so any any wrong vocabulary we use, we're gonna get corrected. Tonight. Or wrong grammar. Or wrong grammar. Anyways, anyways is not a word. Anyway you. is the word. Thank you. Anyways, let's follow up. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> let's continue. Um, not to put that story aside, to all victims who go through uh, sexual violence, um, abuse. men or abuse, men or women, mm -hmm. it's not an easy thing to talk about ever in this world. Um, I don't know anyone personally who has. I've heard of stories. It's not an easy conversation to have. But when we continue to protect people like this because of Powell, him, uh, Ara Kelly, Y.V. Heinstein, um, what's his name? All the actors that were that came out last year for the shit they did, we are the ones who, who keep this going on because we do not. We continue to support and continue to push this. Mm -hmm. and we continue so, to do victim blaming. Yeah, we continue to v blame the victims or they're coming out, they want money or they're doing or this. why didn't they come out why earlier? Why didn't they come out earlier? It's not an easy... Something happens to you as a child, it's not easy to talk about. Yeah. And you they don't owe it to anybody to come out And they do not owe it to any of it's us. It's when you are ready to share your story after yeah. you've processed your own trauma. So... And, and we talked about that in the second episode too. Yeah. Yeah. So in the second episode of this... 
we dived into rape culture, also the continuous victim blaming. So I feel like as men, we need to do better. All men, doesn't yes. matter, black, white, whatever, Asian, brown, whoever you are, as men, we need to do better. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to become better listeners, all of us, women, men. Because I've seen going through the comments, weirdly, the most people who are commenting against the victims are women. And it's like, he's, he made all this music for us. Why are you trying to ruin this man's culture? Um, this man's reputation. Culture, this man's reputation. And I'm like, Shh, those are women just like you. His reputation isn't more important than what, like the crimes he committed. Right? Yeah, so we need to do better. And the end of this all, whatever happens to R. Kelly, I don't give a shit. If he goes to jail... If they cut off his privates, I don't care. Whatever happens to him, he deserves it. That's my final take on that. Anyone else? Uh, well, I just think it was just um, unfortunate how, you know, he got a pass this whole time. But I think it's just because, you know, us... Well, black people are predominantly the his... The, his, his biggest fans, yeah, and I think it's because a lot of us come from those places where it's so common that somebody that age, his age, will be with with a someone. teenager, you know. So that's why we never even it looked at it. Normalized, yeah. Yes. But then when you actually see, look at the look at the docu series, and then you see in what conditions mm-hmm. he was um, doing all of this, yeah, then it becomes a little gruesome. Is that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, I gotta, I gotta confirm with the pr- teacher here, <laughs> the professor in the house. Yeah. So, um, Chefrali, you wanna add anything to this? No, I agree. Any of your thoughts said. on what we need to do as a people or as a person? Give us well, we as a female in the as a female in the room here, female human. Um, <laughs> what, 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 do, what, what do you think needs to be done better? Well, I agree with what you were saying earlier about how we need to listen to these stories and not be so quick to point fingers at women and blaming them for coming out when they're coming out. Mm-hmm. Right? You said you touched upon that in your um, other podcast anyway. Yeah. But yeah, so not being so judgmental and saying that hey they must be lying or they must be benefiting from coming forward at this point otherwise why wouldn't they have said something before we need to realize that it's something really personal and traumatic you're not just going to throw that out in public right unless if you see that someone did actually come forward that gives you the courage that you know what maybe this person needs to pay for what they did now i can come forward with my story too it kind of gives you that little push you might need and that doesn't mean you're making it up exactly that doesn't mean you're making it up that hey one person said something so i'm gonna make it up it could just be that little push that you needed (laughs) that's not the song that i want to oh okay well okay before we go Uh can anybody still listen to r kelly i i said it from the start of this conversation i personally i'm done you're done with r kelly music i'm burned Playing it, 
I don't care where I DJ. If you ask me to come and do R. Kelly, Ignition. I have his music. I'm not playing it. Really? Doesn't matter. You want to call the cops? <laughs> oh, if I if I see Eric Kelly, there's been a rumor recently that he wants to flee to Africa. So. He wants to go back to his roots. Yeah. He wants to flee to uh, Africa to up. avoid. Uh, and I promise you, if 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 he said, "Oh, I'm ready to flee," at least thirty countries would open up their borders to take him in, in Africa. I promise you that. Uh, of course. Well. On Tuesday, was it Tuesday? No, it was Monday. On Monday, because it's important to establish the day. <laughs> Not really. Um, you know, I was telling, I was telling myself, could I actually listen to R. Kelly right now? And then I played, I played Twelve Play. And call me a terrible person, man. I could not stop dancing in that bookstore. I was at York. I could not stop dancing happy to happy people. I don't know, man. Like I think. Like, I don't want to encourage, like, I'm not going to, like, pay money for his stuff, but, yeah. like, if the music plays, I will dance. No, the thing is that there's been artists that have done negative stuff, and I've, as a person who loves music, I've tried to separate the artist from yeah. the music. Because mm -hmm. when you're in the studio making music, I thought it's different. But yeah. when you hear the stories of Ara Kelly making music in the studio, and the stories they dive into... On this docu-series. Sure. He used this to his advantage to make music. Like if you're... It's his muse. Yeah. <laughs> like... Which is pretty disturbing. Which, exactly! Like, every song now I listen to, I can't avoid to double-think it. Oh, just, just a number? Girl, you in the kitchen. <laughs> making rice and chicken. <laughs> People, we gave our thoughts on this. This is the song that I need you to listen to by Chance the Rapper. It tells you everything. Ara Kelly. I think that was a little too nice. Fuck you. Fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> like uh, to end on a positive note uh, and not finish our podcast in a weird manner, we're going to talk about some justice that was finally served this year. Barely. Took a while, but it was. Um, Centoya Brown, I don't know, you've probably seen her on social media somewhere. You've heard of the story. Um, I don't know the full details of it. I remember from what I know and what I've read about, uh, she had been captured in a sex... Like, she had a pimp. She had a and pimp. He, and he used to pimp yeah, her out. Yeah, he used to pimp her out uh, with all these other girls, and she had wanted to escape for a long time. And she got, um, uh, what's it called, um, 
a real estate agent who picked her up one night, so she was at his place, and apparently she confessed that um, she told him that she was 18 when she wasn't, but I don't know if there's proof for that or not. Mm -hmm. So he might have thought that she was her, like at a legal age, yeah. but at whatever happened, we don't know the circumstances of the murder itself, but he ended up dead. She says it was in self-defense, um, some reports, and when they analyzed the bullet trajectory proves that he was asleep during that time, so legally that wouldn't count as self-defense. So, again, we don't know the circumstances of what happened, but yeah. she was imprisoned after that. And she served 15 years. So, this girl was imprisoned as a minor and was tried was, as yeah, a minor. As a, no, as an adult. She was, she was tried as an adult, but was arrested as a minor. Did yeah. they, did they uh, try her as a muscular black man? And it's really important <laughs> to point out that she actually had a fetal alcohol syndrome because her mother was a drug addict when exactly. she, well, yeah. while her mom was pregnant with her. So she had all of this extra stuff that... So a pretty difficult childhood. A difficult childhood and then ends up into this sex... Uh, sex human trafficking. Human trafficking, sex crime thing. Uh, and then she, has, she goes to jail. She goes to court as a minor and is tried as an adult giving her, it was 25 to life, is what they gave her? 51 years. 51 years. Without parole. Without parole. Um, and through, I was seeing this story, and then people, then as the years kept on going on, we saw all of these stories of um, white kids molesting a, a girl. Uh, I forget what's his name. Um, there was some guy, Eric Brock or Eric Turner. Brock. Yeah. Turner Brock. Turner Brock like or something that. like that. Who we don't care about his yeah, name. Yeah, I don't give a shit whatever his name is. He he molested a girl he, behind a club. Like oh yeah, the, yeah. There was also the, the guy, the the Brock guy. Yeah. He um, he raped an unconscious woman, and he was only given what some months in prison. He served. He served two weeks in county jail and then was released on parole. And a lot of them get away saying that because the judges are more concerned with their future that, hey, this is a, um, a, star a star athlete. We're concerned about their future. We don't want to ruin their future. So they're granted so much leniency for no reason. And yet? Other than their athletic ability. It's <laughs> 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 not the athletic ability. Let's say it right. They're a different kind of skin color. Oh, of course. But in court, they're saying it's their yeah. athletic ability. Just in court, it's athletic ability. He's he's not he's not a premium. He's not playing. He's not playing in the NFL. He's not playing in the NBA. He's not playing in any of those. Yet, if you go to to these major leagues where he's an athlete, they punish athletes for doing stuff like that. You understand? Recently, the biggest story that has happened uh, recently in sports. Um, yeah. Recently, the biggest story that has happened in sports is Kareem Hunt, uh, a, a football player, was burned from his was kicked from his team because uh, he he like he was recorded on camera fighting with a girl, pushing her and kicking her. And he has been burned from the NFL. Okay. Hmm? Which I do agree with. You lied about it, you did something wrong and you lied about it, I don't care. But then you get cases like this, where these kids touch 
molest women and they end up walking off and then you get uh, and uh, the girl has to serve 15 years yeah, let's not forget that she was a victim first. She was a victim first before... And then she was criminalized. Criminalized. But for all, for what we can say, I'm glad to see that even after all of this time, through the help of social media and people pushing it from celebrities to every to local people pushing it, she's eventually getting out. Uh, so let's not forget the power of social media yeah, and actually so standing behind each other to support a cause because it can make a difference. Okay. We might have our vices with social media. We might hate it for its reasons, but it also can help in many ways. Um, she gets out August 7th, but still has to serve uh, 10 years of parole. So it's still a long way to go, but it's better than being in jail. But it's a step in the right it's direction. A, yeah, it's a step in the right direction. Towards the right direction. Um, so with all we've discussed today, from Kevin Hart to the shitty R. Kelly story, it's good to end on something that is nice and uh, positive. I'd like to thank I'm our... going to be Prime Minister. No. Uh, I would like to thank our guest today, Shafali. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your contribution. Thank you for your contribution and your views on all these no stories. And your lessons. Me. And your lessons. Corrections. No problem. <laughs> I hope the viewers, I mean the listeners remember this too. Yeah. And of course, we'll be back next week with my co-host. Hey, hey. what up, Doug? Uh, Vote for me for Prime Minister. <laughs> Vote for Devin for Prime Minister of Canada. Coming up soon. And Zimbabwe. Oh, and Zimbabwe. Oh, I don't know how it's going to run both countries, but hey, he'll deal with it. I got um, dreams. <laughs> thank you for the support. Thank you for continuing, uh, for the continued listening. Uh, 2019, we're going to try to make better moves, bigger moves. We'll right. see you next week. Right. Eat right, live right, breathe right, love right. Au revoir. Au revoir. Adios. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs>